All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss burrow's furniture is built for the way you live from ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating they always have their customers in mind their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you and with burrow you always get fast free shipping get up to 60 percent off during burrow's memorial day sale at burrow.com slash acast that's burrow.com slash acast Burrow.com slash ACAST. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Oilers Nation After Dark. My name is Connor Halley. Aaron Bordado alongside with me as usual, keeping us on track. We've got a great show coming up for you following a fantastic Oilers game as they defeat the Boston Bruins 3-2. to We'll have Tyler Uremchuk joining us as well as Baked Milk, maybe an appearance from Satan as well. We'll see what happens. The Edmonton Oilers, like I said, huge win. I uh, see you people on YouTube and Facebook. Jessica, we did it. Woohoo. 100%. That's a, a game you have to get excited about if you're an Edmonton Oilers fan because uh, going down 2 nothing, a tough game for Stuart Skinner, for tough period. The way he was able to bounce back, compose himself, and then the team as a whole against the Boston Bruins, who've only lost eight games in regulation going into this one. Unbelievable effort from the Edmonton Oilers in this one. And now they look to carry that momentum on to Saturday when they take on the Toronto Maple Leafs in Toronto. Of course, uh, we'll break it down. We'll get all your comments across Facebook, YouTube, and uh, Twitter as well. Make sure you hit that like button if you're on YouTube or Facebook. Right now, though, let's just get into it. Let's get to the recap before we get to the good, the bad, and the oily. And like I said, maybe not the best start for the Oilers. Actually, I take that back. It was a good start for the Oilers, uh, but it didn't last long enough as a Brad Marchand would score his 20th goal of the season. A soft goal squeaks through the pads of Stuart Skinner. 
from then on, uh, the Edmonton Oilers would also go down two nothing. David Pasternak and Stuart Skinner probably to blame on this one as well. Kind of reminiscent of Mike Smith and the bad times with Mike Smith playing with the puck, uh, coughs it up to Krejci, and the Edmonton Oilers leave one guy open who you probably shouldn't. David Pasternak scores his 45th goal of the season outside of McDavid and Drysaddle. This guy might be the best goal scorer in the NHL and uh, buries it just before the buzzer. So after 20 minutes, the Oilers down to nothing but there's no quit in this team Evan Bouchard coming along like we knew he would it was a four-on-one he looked off a couple other guys scores his fourth goal of the season Matthias Janmark picks up the helper there going into the third period the Oilers were down two to one but Ryan McLeod get his 11th of the season to tie things up at two apiece a great effort from Devin Shore on this one. Since Devin Shore has come back to this team, he's looked fantastic. I attribute part of it to wearing number 19. When you wear 19, you have to do big things, and he's doing it. And then Darnell Nurse in the chat. Tell me how much money he makes. He got his seventh goal of the season, giving the Oilers the 3-2 lead. They would hang on despite a big rush from the Boston Bruins. Leon Dreisaitl, one assist. So between McDavid and Dreisaitl, only one point, and the Oilers get a 3-2 win over the Boston Bruins. A good sign. Now, right now, we'll get to the good, the bad, the oily, brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. Cornerstone Insurance Brokers, Edmonton's premier boutique insurance brokerage with over 90 years of success and still growing. Visit cornerstoneins.ca slash nation to get an online tenant or condo insurance quote in just a few minutes and use the discount code nation for an exclusive rate. Find out why Cornerstone Insurance Brokers is ranked amongst the best in Alberta. We got to bring in our guy, Tyler Yaremcha, Oilers Nation, Daily Faceoff. He's feeling good, Tyler. Uh, what a game. What a game for the Oilers tonight. I would like to bring up the tweet I had after the first period where I boldly proclaimed LOL absolute write-off of a game. It was anything but <laughs> Connor Halley. That was, I mean, neither team had their best in that game, but still um, that, that was an entertaining one to say the least. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot we could pick apart there, but uh, as we do here, the good, the bad, the oily, and we will get to bag milk. He'll join us in a couple seconds here, but we'll rip through the good, the bad, the oily, uh, the good tonight for the Edmonton Oilers. And uh, I mean, we, we probably could have said Stuart Skinner there too, for what he yeah. was able to do after the first four or after the first 20. Uh, but Ekholm, Bush, uh, the combination there, Ekholm's been fantastic since he got here. Uh, it looked like Evan Boucher was flying around out there. What'd you make of those two tonight? Yeah, I'm just pulling up their numbers right now. They looked really good. They played 16 and a half minutes at five on five. They didn't get scored against, which is really, really impressive considering who they kind of had to go up against on a regular basis in that hockey game. Like they took on that second line and went toe to toe with Krejci, Zaka and Pasternak and didn't really give them a ton. This duo of Ekholm and Bouchard, Connor, it's quickly it's quickly becoming their best D-pairing. And I mean, Nurse and CeCe were good tonight. Darnell Nurse scored the goal. I thought he made a couple of really nice defensive plays throughout that game as well. But the best pairing on this team is Ekholm and Bouchard, and they showed it tonight. 100%. Uh, lots of texts here. Messages coming in on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, Steve says, holy crap, Jay, can we get this guy a camera? I think referring to me, Tyler, you and I are both trying to get cameras. We, we invested in one. I still haven't got it. So, uh, Steve, we're working on it. We're working on it. Just hit that like we button one for of these me. And they're brutal. So that's yeah, nice. well, at least you got yours. I'm still waiting. <laughs> we'll, we'll find something. We'll improve it eventually. Maybe I can 
Give it a little clean. Oh, I don't think go. that did anything. Anyways, <laughs> let's get to the bad. My camera. No, we're not going to use my camera as the bad. Uh, last second goals. And that was a, a tough one. We know those goals that come, you know, in the final minute are absolutely backbreakers. And this one, you know, seems very avoidable. If you're the Edmonton Oilers, a tough play for Stuart Skinner. And, you know, you just don't want the puck to end up on the stick of David Pasternak because, you know, he's going to find a way to bury it. Yeah, that was uh, just all around a goal that can't happen. Stuart Skinner has to know better than to make that play. I feel like he probably could have gotten some better support from his demon on that one because he just got stuck out there in no man's land. And then if you're a forward who's on the ice, like the part that's just puzzling for me is two two D-men and a centerman. Okay, neither of the D-men or the centerman for that regard, actually, were open for an outlet pass. And then the puck gets turned over and no one covers the only guy in the NHL who is north of 42 or 43 goals on the season. The guy's second to Connor McDavid. And what you stood there and were like, ah, I'm, I'm sure we're fine. There's what three, uh, two, one seconds left. And then boom, the puck's in the back of your net. That one was ugly. And that's why I tweeted after 20 minutes that it was a write-off because the officials seemed like they didn't want to call anything on the Boston Bruins. And I'm sure that'll be a topic throughout this show as well. But the officials didn't want to call anything on the Bruins. The Oilers, I thought, actually had a decent first period outside of those two little blips. So I was sitting there going, okay, we're through 20 minutes. You've had two bounces. Absolutely not go your way. Skinner doesn't look like he has his best stuff tonight. And you actually played decent and outplayed the Bruins at five on five. So I just felt like we were going to sit there and go, well, you played your first period. You played your best period in the first. Didn't get the results. It's going to be a long night here. But again, Credit to the Oilers in all regards, because I think it might have been Ryan McLeod who was on the ice for that. Don't quote me on that. I would have to double check it. Um, but regardless, whoever this. No, it wasn't him. Who was? Yeah, it was Ryan McLeod. Sorry. So when you look at that, McLeod and Skinner were kind of the two guys at fault for that goal. And they both played huge roles in the comeback. So all in all, just the bounce back is how I want to play off the bad being that last second goal. Yeah, maybe it's exactly what they needed to to figure out what they needed to do to go on to victory. Take that spin there. Uh, the oily before we get to bag of milk has to be tonight. McDavid scare and uh, goes knee on knee with Derek Ryan. Uh, I, my first thought was that's it. That did not look good. I thought he might go down the tunnel. I uh, toughs it out though. Gets back out there at the end of the game as a chance to score another goal. Tyler, uh, walk us through. What were you feeling at that point? I mean, anytime you see McDavid go down like that, it's it's really scary, right? Because, again, you don't know when injuries are going to hit and these kind of things can happen, knock on wood. Um, but you see that, and when it's the knee, like it, the knee specifically, right? When you see a guy grab it that quickly, it is not a good sign. And luckily, McDavid stayed on the bench, came out, looks no worse for wear, but it was a reminder of how quickly those things can happen and how quickly their season could have been flipped upside down. But thankfully he stays in, he was out there late in the game and we don't have to worry about it. hundred uh, percent Facebook. We got Byron checking in from Costa Rica. Byron, Love thanks that. for tuning in. Amanda was holding her breath on McDavid. Uh, yeah, I think everybody was. And Curtis has a stiffy. Uh, we can talk about that on Oilers nation after dark. All right, let's bring in bagged milk now. And, uh, Looking just ripped. Looking, looking ripped. I mean, Love after it. that one, 100%. Uh, no red wine tonight, BM? Oh, of course, I got a glass of red wine. But you know what? When you always have a comeback like that, you get down, you pop out a quick 20, you get a pump in, feel good, everybody's fired up. Come on. The Oilers just did what no other team in the NHL has done all season. They 
fed the Boston Bruins a loss when they were leading in the third period. PM, the Bruins, when leading after one period this year, were 28-0-1. When leading after two, <laughs> they were 35-0-2. And now there's a one in that second column, and it's all because yeah. of the Edmonton Oilers. That was their third regulation loss at home. And like Tyler said early, it didn't look like it was going to go this way. Those first two goals, Skinner, like, buddy, I love you. But man, those were a little (laughs) bit rough. Those were a little bit rough, pal. That one with what? 0.2 seconds left on the clock. Like that can't happen. Fire that one into the, into the sky. I don't know. Just lay on it. Do something. But yeah, it was uh, that was a hell of a comeback. That's a huge two points for a team that they're going through a really tough stretch of the schedule right now. And they're making some work. They're putting the work in in it. I like it. There's a lot to like here. This is a big win. Well, <laughs> Let's talk about Stuart Skinner here. And obviously you talked about like the first two goals, undeniable, just bad goals for him. But, you know, he's still so young just to show that composure uh, to keep it together and, and like not mentally break down or implode. He just, he, he was fantastic when it mattered for the Oilers. And that's kind of what he's been like all season. I mean, he, he doesn't seem too often to let goals turn into two or three goal deficits. Like he keeps it close and makes that big save when they need it. I, um, here's the thing about Stuart Skinner that I really, really love those two goals in the first period. They were a little bit rough, but then what did he do the rest of the way? He shut the door, locked it down, nothing else passed him. And you got to like the resolve there. He didn't, dwell on it and I don't want to pick on Jack Campbell here I really really don't but like if he allows two rough goals in the first period he's probably not locking the door for the final 40 minutes especially against the Bruins I don't think I'm being mean I think I'm being realistic so Stuart Skinner I appreciate that he did it I appreciate that he shut the door he gave the Oilers the goaltending they needed to come back against the Boston Bruins you love it Tyler at such a young age, I mean, does that surprise you at all for Stuart Skinner that he, he just, you know, mentally so strong? The thing I like about the sort of his career arc, though, and this was a topic on uh, Oilers Nation every day today, he went on some long playoff runs in the WHL, right? Like when you look back through his stats in that league, there was a year he went to the conference finals or the finals with Lethbridge, and then there was the year he went all the way with uh, Swift Current. So this is a guy who even though he's only 24 has had some experience playing in big moments, big playoff games. And I know you're saying like, Oh, it's junior hockey. It's not the same thing, but I would go ahead and say in those moments that felt like the Stanley cup playoffs for Stuart Skinner and for an 18, 19, 20 year old goaltender at the, at the WHL level. So I think he's had some experiences throughout his career that have allowed him to, you know, maybe not get intimidated by big moments. And I'm sure throughout his 46 WHL playoff games, he's racked up 15 American league playoff games as well. There's been moments where things don't go well. And I really just feel like he's learned how to kind of carp that, how to park those things and move on, which is what BM said. We haven't seen that with a guy like Jack Campbell this year. Skinner is wise and mature beyond his years. And it's again, just more signs of a true number one that the Oilers have here. Yeah, Tyler, 50 games played in the dub playoffs. I mean, that's that's pretty ridiculous for a guy, you know, and, and like you said, just it, it, I guess we shouldn't be too surprised by this. And we'll see if it continues, but uh, absolutely fantastic. Okay, big milk. I got to give a shout out to Devin Shore because what he's been able to do as of late, I mean, it, he gets an assist on the game, uh, the game tying goal. But I mean, since he's come back and, you know, racked up all those air miles for going back and forth between here and California, I mean, the guy's just, he's found his spot. And I can tell you guys, we had people, 
kind of critical about Jay Woodcroft's decision not to bench him rather than Clem Costin. But I mean, Devin Shore goes out there every night, just gives you everything he has. I'm fired up. Since coming back, Devin Shore, come on. He's got a number change. He's wearing number 19. He's channeling his inner Justin Schultz. Come on. Three-game win, uh, three-game point streak for the guy. Three assists, Winnipeg, Buffalo, and then tonight. Of course, Jay Woodcroft leaves him in there. Look at him go. Devin score. Liam's fired up. Somewhere, Liam tonight is just very excited about the banana. He's in our chat. Is he? Well, I guarantee yeah. that he is eating a celebratory banana in favor of Devin Shore. He's playing great hockey right now. That was a nice pass, too. He slipped it through. McLeod came through, banged it home. That's I mean, a that, fourth, that fourth line as a whole was just flat out unreal. Again, like they had chips against Buffalo where they were dominating the Sabres and then a bunch of stretches tonight where they looked really damn good going head to head with one of the best lines in hockey in Marshawn Bergeron and DeBrusque. And that trio just found a way to grind through and give the Oilers a bunch of solid minutes. They were on the ice for six minutes and 46 seconds. They outshot the Bruins two to one, outscored them one to nothing. You, you love to see that. Uh, I just quick. <laughs> well, what was that? I don't know. Do you recognize that song, Connor? I don't know what that was from. I heard it. Uh, the kids were talking about it. No, I do not recognize it. I was impressed with Tyler. Cannot be phased. Uh, I mean, he just, he's unflappable. <laughs> guy's a pro uh right now the la kings lead the avalanche two nothing not ideal but the sins up on the kraken three nothing did you guys see the stars put up 10 on buffalo tonight i did that was something what the hell <laughs> oh well anyways what did you say the score was in the sense kraken game three nothing ottawa yeah three nothing wow so what is that the oilers are now tied with the kraken yes well it's early in the game still but they well, could I, be you know fingers yeah. crossed Tyler. come on leave me alone man Fingers crossed, yeah. Yeah, Kraken will still have the advantage with win percentage, but Vegas Vegas almost blew it against Tampa. I don't know if you guys saw that game either, but uh, there was two goals in the final two minutes and 10 seconds for Tampa Bay, but Vegas finished it off in overtime. It would have been nice for Tampa to finish the job there, especially on a night when the Oilers kind of win a game that they kind of weren't supposed to when you look at it on paper for... You know, it would have been nice to have the out of town scoreboard break their way as well. It would have been the cherry on top. Well, that's no doubt bothering me right now is that the Oilers are they're coming up with wins like against the Bruins, but they may not gain any ground on the teams ahead of them, depending on what happens with the Kraken. It's just the the Pacific is very tight right now, stressing me out. Uh, quickly here, just on the YouTube, uh, 276 people there right now. That's uh, I think that might be a high. So uh, that just shows the star power that your M Chuck and Big Mill bring when they join us here on Oilers Nation After Dark. That should get us at least like 120 likes. Make sure you hit that like button on YouTube. Uh, Electric Jordan asks, "Will we get a Satan cameo?" I don't know. Satan kind of comes and goes. It it could happen. We'll wait and see. I well, I, I mean, he might have came after they won last time. I mean, Satan Satan likes the party. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> First time caller, long time listener. Just wanted to chime in. Electronic Jordan called for Satan in the chat, so here I am, stepping in for bag mail once again, carrying that fucking guy's mail. He just comes in here. Oh, I've got things about Devin Shore. Liam's eating bananas. Meanwhile, Satan's doing all the heavy lifting. Meanwhile, Satan's listen. 
There was something that happened in the Oilers' dressing room between periods. I'm not saying that they made a pact with me, but they may have made a pact with me. We all knew about the stats with the Bruins when they had the lead. And then what happened? Then what happened as soon as Satan starts circling the Oilers' orbit again? You know, nobody ever gives any credit to Satan. <laughs> Thanks, Satan. If someone. If someone just tuned into this show for the first time, wildly confusing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I feel like we did a pretty good job of setting that up. Satan stops in, Electric Jordan got his wish. Uh, Satan, uh, what did you think of, well, just a, the performance in general and, and what happened at the first intermission? I thought overall the Oilers played pretty well. Listen, there's a couple of stinkers in the first period, but that happens to the best of us, am I right? <laughs> but listen, I was going to get real mad at Derek Ryan in a very real way. I thought I was going to have to channel my dark thoughts. I thought I was going to have to pop his head off his shoulders and eat the gooey insides like a midnight snack. But thankfully, Connor's got an amazing ability to recover. So Derek Ryan can get on the plane and go to Toronto, you know? Yeah, exactly. Meet the nation vacation there, powered by uh, AMA Travel. They're fine folks at AMA Travel, you know? Satan's booking a summer holiday. I'm looking to go down south, maybe hit up the beaches, have a couple of cocktails with some ladies. <laughs> and the folks at AMA Travel, they helped me out. They found me a nice hotel. They got me a real nice deal on my flights. It's a real nice group of people over there. They're very talented. Uh, Mike D's, uh, he says his wife's watching with him for the first time you've got a chance to see satan uh satan i'm gonna ask tyler a question here quickly uh tyler evander kane what did you think of him in his return yeah i thought he was good i felt like there was a couple of plays he kind of made that were a little bit too a little bit too cutesy like a couple like blinded backhands a, cu a couple times where he just there was a breakout pass to mcdavid in the third where he could have just fired it right on his tape but he just turns and flipped into the air like little things like that that show you you know, his body's 100%. He can make plays, but maybe he's just not quite thinking at the same level that all the guys who've been playing every second night for the last month are. So I think he'll get there. It was an encouraging first game, but he didn't, you know, blow me out of the water or anything. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What do you think, Big Milk? Welcome back. To be honest, I was writing the wrap-up, Connor. I wasn't really paying attention to anything Tyler said. Fair. Oh, okay. Well, I mean... You're talking about Evander Kane. Yeah, I mean, I most importantly, he's back in the lineup. I didn't really have too many expectations of him like contributing in a real way after, you know, he's missed some time again. You got to get the timing back. I was just happy he was there. The Oilers are a better team with him in the lineup. I put a couple of shekels on over at Betway for him to score just in case some magic happened. Didn't hit for me. But ultimately, the most important thing is that he's back in the lineup. They just got a little bit of swagger when he's in there. And even though, you know, quiet night, he's got to get his timing back. He's got to get his hands back. Still played 18 minutes, you know, a couple of pims, three hits. He'll get there. He'll get there. I got, uh, I'm just happy he's back. He's missed too much time. Yeah. It is wild. And we talked about this uh, earlier on a couple of shows today, I think, but he's going to end up with less games played in the regular season this year than he had last year. And he signed in like late January last year. It's crazy, but he's a guy, I mean, how he plays over the next 10 games really doesn't matter to me. It's all about how he looks come playoff time. Yeah. hundred percent. I'm with you. And uh, I mean, just getting there healthy. This season has been just so hit and miss for him with the health. I mean, obviously the wrist was uh, a one-off, but the, the ribs, I mean, get healthy, be ready for the playoffs and it kind of ratchets up a bit. Um, uh, just for the, uh, the people in the tech or the chat here, Lance, no, it's not a call in show. I don't, I don't know if we have that technology to take calls. Uh, Satan, know. he's, he's out of this world. He can, he has that, that ability. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if we'll ever get into the call session here. And, uh, yeah, you mentioned Betway there. I mean, Hey, if you had thrown down a couple bucks when the Oilers were down to nothing, imagine the payday you would have had a uh, 19 plus bet responsibly, uh, Jerome asks, where's cost in, uh, any surprise from either of you? I guess we'll start with you, BM, about uh, Clean Costin being the odd man out tonight. I was, yeah. But then at the same point, like we just said a little bit earlier, Devin Shores played really well. The guy's got three points in his last three games. So you don't want to take him out of the, a guy out of the lineup when they've got a little bit of touch going. So was I surprised that Costin was out? 100%. But what are they going to do? Keep a Vander Kane out? Somebody's got to go. It's only a matter of time before Costin gets back in there. And it's probably going to be sure that comes out again. The guy's been yo-yoing up and down between the NHL and AHL all season long. Let him get a little bit of glory. He's hot right now. I, I, I don't mind it, but I was surprised. Absolutely. Ty, do you think Clean stays out long-term? Or do you think that, I mean, what do you think happens there? Uh, it's tough. And I see people commenting that they want to see Clean back in. And I, I love him. Like, I think he brings so much to the lineup, but... I also think there's a part of this that is you need to reward guys who are playing well, right? And I look at the candidates who could come out of the lineup. There's Yanmark, Shore, and Derek Ryan. Right now, you're not touching that fourth line. Derek, Devin Shore and Derek Ryan, Ryan McLeod, that trio's been unreal. Devin Shore specifically is playing some of his best hockey as an oiler. Matthias Yanmark had another good game tonight. 
Warren Fogle can't even be considered in the conversation because, I mean, let's park the jokes about him not being able to score on a breakaway here. That guy's playing the best hockey of his Oilers career, and he has been for about 12 to 15 games now. Like, the turnaround in Fogle's game has been incredible. Don't want to take him out. You want to let Bukestad get acclimated. Matthias Janmark's been good on the penalty kill, and he's been a demon on the forecheck. It's it's just wild that there's no space for him. And then we're talking about trying to get clean cost in a 13th forward in. Okay, well, what if Jay Woodcroft wanted to go back to 11 and 7? Then he's pushed really far down. What's going to happen when Dylan Holloway is healthy, Connor? This is depth, and it's beautiful. When was the last time the Oilers had depth like this, where like there was outrage about a 13th forward not getting into the lineup. Like I, I mean, I, I think we all missed the Oilers dynasty. So we don't really recall that one. I don't know if the 06 team had it. Like this is, these are good problems, bag milk. Really nice problems. And look at, look at who scored tonight. I, I know when they weren't all forwards, there was one by Bouchard first in 43 games, by the way, for dad, shout out to him. And then Darnell nurse gets one, but none of the goals, I guess my point is came from Connor, Leon, Nuge and Zach. Hyman. That's great. These are yeah. great problems to have. So if we have a guy, again, like I was saying about Devin Shore, he's, he's on fire right now for Devin Shore. Devin Shore is on Devin Shore fire. And I don't mind Jay Woodcroft rewarding him for the way he's playing. I think it's a good thing. And then there's going to be competition. And then maybe he slips and then Koskinen slides in and Koskinen goes on, uh, Koskinen, Koskinen goes on another run. I hope Miko Koskinen does go on a run, you know? Me too. I'm I'm a yeah. big fan of Logano. Been watching them closely. They're a pro Miko show. Um, <laughs> a and, pro we, Miko show. <laughs> and a cheesy crunch, damn it. <laughs> we had someone text into our show, my day job, saying like, can the Oilers go one goalie and dress a 13th forward? Which we thought was pretty funny. Uh, outside the box thinking. Don't think he can do that though. So that's not hey, how work. about uh, How about this one from our boy, Sergeant Battle? Who says just go 16 and two play Ekholm and Bouchard the whole game? I mean, why not? And listen, there's people in the chat who are saying like Clem Costin is way better than Devin Shore. And listen, like I agree. I think if you are putting them toe to toe, skill level, what they can bring to the lineup when they're both playing their best, Clem Costin is much better than Devin Shore. But throughout yep. the course of a regular season, you ride the hot hand, and I do think it sends a great message to a guy like Devin Shore who is loved in that room when he's playing well you keep him in. And that's just one of those things. Klim's going to get a chance. Someone's going to get hurt or Devin Shore or Matthias Janmark or Derek Ryan are going to have a bad game and Costin will get his chance to guess what? Do exactly what Devin Shore is doing, which is get in there and force your way into the lineup and force Jay Woodcroft to keep you there. And that kind of internal competition is the sign of a really high-end team. Uh, Looking here on Facebook, Kyrie Yamamoto's name is popping up. A couple times here. Quincy says, looks like a mouse trying to fight cats. A uh, Bassam says, take out Yamo. Uh, what have you guys made of Kyler Yamamoto? Ty, let's start with you this time. I, I don't know. I don't really understand the beef with him. Like, I know there were a lot of people who like to jump. They like to jump to the yes of Pugliarvi thing, right? Where it's like, oh, if you were on Pugliarvi for not finishing his chances, then you need to be on Yamamoto for not finishing his chances. And the differences are, Yamamoto will get a clean shot off. He'll miss the net. He'll hit the post. He'll get robbed by the goalie. Pugliarvi was getting chances and falling down. And not to, you know, punt a guy or, you know, hit a guy on the behind while he's leaving town. But the quality and the way they execute those scoring chances is wildly different. Kyler Yamamoto is what he is. He is a 20 to 22 goal scorer in the NHL. 
That means he's going to have heaters where he scores six or seven goals over a 10 game span. And he's going to have 12 to 13 game stretches where he doesn't piss a drop offensively. That's going to happen. That's what a 20 goal score is in the NHL. And I feel like people have these unrealistic expectations of Kyler Yamo. Like he should be a 30 goal guy. Like he should be Zach Hyman at whatever age he is making 3 million bucks. And that's just not it. And I see people in the chat being like, LOL, like this one in Facebook, LOL, more like five to six goals a year. Kyler Yamamoto scored 20 goals last season. The year before that, it was eight and 52. He's got eight and 41 this year, and he's been banged up. He's a 20 goal guy. Like, come on. <laughs> I love it. I think it's very funny. Like, we're talking about an Oilers win over the Bruins, and this is where we're going with the conversation. Like, well, right. I know. Kyler Yamamoto's a streaky scorer. He has been the whole time, but in his last five games, you know, he had a game against Winnipeg where he had three points. He had a goal against Toronto last week. The, the boys are playing in Toronto on Saturday. Tyler, you and I are going to be there. But like, this is what you get with Kyler Yamamoto. He's going to give you his entire body's worth of effort. He's always going to hustle for you. He's going to score in bunches. Sometimes he's not. My concern is, can his body hold up? But in terms of his play, I don't, I don't have a hard time with Kyler Yamamoto tonight. Like, again, that's goals got the Oilers the win today. doesn't matter who gets them always. Like, Darnell Nurse, give the man a raise, right? Tyler, you've been saying it. I have been. I've been saying 19.25 million is what Ooh. they should be paying him. <laughs> I was just going to say they should give Yamamoto 9.25 million because he deserves it. But honestly, like, we did this show, I don't know, two weeks ago, and people, like, he was getting abused in the chat. And I just said, hey, he's a streaky scorer. The goals will come. And they typically do. And he had three goals in the next two games. And um, sorry, just pat myself on the back here. But like, it, it, that's just who he is, right? And Ty, you said it, 20 goal score last year. Uh, he was, and he had a slow start to the season as well. So that's just kind of who he is. He'll have nights where the production's not there, but there's going to be nights when he scores that crucial goal. Um, and it's funny now, because, you know, we talked about who could come out so clean class and could get in. Uh, we had another message here on Facebook and it was, that Broberg should be in there instead of Vinny Dayarnay. Now you guys are going to be in Toronto, living the sweet life. It's free, free booze. I think up in that luxury. No, not bar. free food. Free food. And not free booze. Drinks, I no. believe. We can have all the Coke Zeros we like, but no booze. Okay, I take it back. Free food, free uh, beverages, but not adult beverages. I mean, do you make any changes to the lineup? Big milk. Well, do you when you just beat the Bruins? I, yeah. I don't know. I'm always of the mind, like, why fix what's not broken? The Oilers just, and I mean, let's be honest. There were times where you looked at the TV tonight and you're like, for fuck's sakes, like this is going wrong or that's going wrong. And the Oilers are doing this wrong. But ultimately they beat the best team in the NHL on the road. And I think you reward that lineup with another appearance again on Saturday in Toronto. I don't think that's unfair. I think that you run with Skinner again. Sorry if people were expecting a Jack Campbell hook coming in Toronto. Don't give it to him. I want Stu in there, and I want the same lineup. It makes sense to me. Ty, what do you think? They beat the Bruins tonight, and that's great. But you're kidding yourself if you're saying they played their best hockey game. There are guys that can come out of this lineup. I understand rewarding the win, but I think you can nitpick a little bit. And you I don't think, Tyler, I'm going to give you a spank. 
I don't like the idea of Philip Broberg sitting out this long. I want to get that guy back into a game at some point. And I think Vinny Dayarnay is maybe plateaued a little bit over the last week or so. So, what do you, you know, pairings look like let's run through it. If you're bringing Broberg in, I'm into I'll it. Just, I'll flip Kulak or Broberg to their offside and play them together. I'll, I'll do it for a game against the Leafs. I don't think that's it's the biggest deal in the world to do that. I would keep the forward group the same because I just don't see anyone who's worthy of coming out. But I don't think, again, against a Toronto team that skates really fast, taking DeHarnay out for Broberg is probably a pretty good matchup play as well. And I don't know if they're going to go with Jack Campbell, but... Oh man, and Skinner played so well. So it's it's a tough call. I could just see a world where they go with Jack for that hockey game. So I'd put Broberg in, and I'm just saying I wouldn't do it. I'd play Stu, but I wouldn't be surprised if they go with Campbell. I'm not going to be surprised if they go with Campbell, but I also like, I don't care about a grudge game. I care about two points. Like we talked about earlier, what the Pacific Division standings look like right now. There is way, it is way too tight to be even thinking about giving up points. I <laughs> like Steve Pollard here says Kulak out Broberg in. Why not take McDavid out, put Broberg up there. I, for me, it'll be, I'm like, you have still 16 games to go this year. You need to be keeping an eye on the playoffs and you don't want to burn out Stuart Skinner. This is a game where Jack Campbell should really be trying to get up for it. You should, if he's any sort of a competitor, you should get your best Jack Campbell on Saturday. And after this, it would be only Arizona starts for Jack Campbell. And I agree, you can't give up points, but you don't want to overwork Stuart Skinner. So this feels like a spot where you can kind of say, ah, we'll go with the other guy here. I, I just don't think they're overworking Stuart Skinner because after the game on Saturday night in Toronto, they've got two days off until they come home and play the Ottawa Senators on, on Tuesday at Rogers Place. There's time for Stu to get a couple of days off. I want the points. And right. unfortunately, I just, I can't trust that Jack Campbell is going to give us the best opportunity to win. The Oilers can score six and they'll still manage to lose. And I'm just, I don't want to give up the points. Toronto's beatable. They did it last week, 10 days ago, whatever it was, 11 days ago. Hear me out though, BM. We're in Toronto. They start Campbell. It's the easiest over bet of our lives and the drinks are paid for. (laughs) Well, okay. Damn it, I'm in. (laughs) Yeah, that is a good point, Ty. Uh, Betway, of course. And yeah, uh, just to throw my two cents in there, I, I don't know if I'd be surprised. I would be disappointed. I'm kind of with Bag Milk here. Love to see Stuart Skinner go again. I don't know when that opens up. Like he said, maybe the Coyote starts for Jack Campbell. Uh, but we shall see. Uh, you know, you're both getting some love for your kind of point counterpoints there regarding the Oilers goaltending and who might get the start. Um, eh, we'll see. Campbell goes out there and uh, rises to the occasion. That'd be fantastic. We got some people saying we're being too negative. So I want to throw some positivity out here. You know, you can get Oilers Nation stickers at Oodle Noodle. Did you guys know that? I'm learning that now. All Oodle Noodle. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I recommend that you go to all 18 locations and pick one up at each. I think so, because all locations in Edmonton are giving away free Oilers Nation stickers to fans. Visit an Oodle Noodle location today to snake a sticker and some tasty noodles, uh, baked milk. Uh, what what should they order? What are you thinking? What do they order? Well, it depends. I'm a big spice guy, so I go with the hot box, a little bit of shrimp. It's nice. Green onion cakes and a drink. That is a fine little meal for yourself. You're gonna really I'm not a big it. spice guy, so I go Tokyo Glaze double beef. Love that, that too delicious also next week next saturday it is oilers nation's 15th birthday bash that should be a nice cool calm affair right you guys are gonna take it easy yeah sip some red wine 
Yeah, we don't uh, put the sound on for the game because we agree. We just want to keep it quiet and a nice hushed tone throughout. I got my pro serve. So if you buy your ticket to the pint next Saturday, I'll be serving up drinks behind the bar for a little bit. Uh, That's why I have one poured for myself. I'm practicing for next Saturday. Keep on practicing tickets. $20, 7 cents, 2007 in support of plate for kids. You get entry to the party of the year to watch Edmonton take on Seattle. Also a swag bag, including an exclusive Oilers Nation nostalgia tee. And you can raffle to win some prizes. Nationgear.ca for tickets. Uh, Bag milk. Will Satan be in attendance there? Listen, Satan will be anywhere you want him to be. And the problem is getting him to leave when he shows up. So I've got a feeling that, yes, he probably will be at the 15th anniversary party because if I'm being honest, he's part of the reason that this whole company exists in the first place. Listen, you're not supposed to be giving company secrets out anymore, but yes, Connor, I'm going to the party. I wasn't invited, but I know where the back door at the pine is. I'm going to wander on back in there. I'm going to go into the kitchen. And I'm going to be licking all the chicken wings. And they're going to be delicious. And then I'm going to go up to where Tyler's making drinks. And I'm going to order a cosmopolitan because I'm going to order myself something delicious. And Tyler said he's going to actually learn how to make it for me. And Satan's so excited. It's going to be a hell of a party. Nationgear.ca for your tickets. Uh, Jessica on Facebook agrees. Green onion cakes are the best. Yeah, I mean, Oodle Noodle getting a lot of love in the chat. Uh, I mean, hey, if you want to, just let us know what's your order at Oodle Noodle. I mean, that's that's advice that can go help out a lot of people there's almost 300 of you in here i don't know what our like total is at but if you haven't done so yet make sure you hit that like Uh, liam is going to bed liam have a good night uh i'm sure the guys will see you tomorrow and uh, we've talked about it a little bit but you guys heading out to toronto early on uh early flight i believe jay said afternoon flight we don't fly out till 3 40 p.m now okay in the schedule tomorrow you know what? Maybe he never told me it was early. Maybe I just made that one up. Uh, before we wrap up here, why don't we bring in producer extraordinaire Aaron Bordado? We'll do a couple of uh, predictions here. I just want to say I had the Oilers winning 4-2 with a shootout goal. or Sorry, empty net goal, not shootout, empty net. Uh, Connor McDavid kind of screwed me on that one, but uh, that's okay. So we'll start with bagged milk. Let's get a score prediction for Saturday night in Toronto, Hockey Night in Canada. And uh, one Betway bet as well. I'm going to go with the 4-2 win. Lock that one in. Just put a couple of shekels on that. It's going to pay out real nice for you, I promise. Uh, Then as for a bet, I'm looking at over one and a half power play goals. That's going to be an easy one for you. You're going to tuck that in your jeans. You're going to save that for later. Chill down to Tyler Uramchuk. Your turn, buddy. Yeah, this is a real easy one for me. I've dug into the numbers. I've gone over the spreadsheets. It's over 59 and a half face-offs in the hockey game. <laughs> oh, God, not this. The lock. The lock. <laughs> That's it. That's my bet. You can bet it on Betway. So there you go. Take over 59 and a half face-offs. Do you have a score prediction? Uh, my score prediction, I'll say it's high scoring, 6-4 Oilers. Nice. Aaron? Yeah, well, I think, well, I like as Tyler said, if Jack Campbell's playing, you hammer that over no matter what the line is. But honestly, I'm probably going to hammer that over regardless. 
And I do see a lot of goals being scored. I'm seeing another dominating Oiler victory. I'm going six to two. And Bag Milk and Tyler have one hell of an evening. Mm. Yeah, I mean that, that's a lock. I'll take a five-two Oilers win. Um, McDavid three points back in his hometown area. Yeah, I think McDavid's going to go off in front of the crowd there, and uh, the Oilers skate their way to a nice victory on Saturday. Once that game wraps up, probably around seven thirty, give or take. Uh, we'll be back here for Oilers Nation after dark. Uh, Aaron, I think you'll be with me on Saturday, and I think we've got Zach and. Someone else. Oh, it's no. Gavin. Gavin, we got Gavin. I get Saturday night off. You get I might Saturday not be in Toronto, off. but I'm going to sure pretend like I am. <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy that. Uh, begged milk, Tyler. Thank you guys for doing this tonight. Uh, appreciate it as always. Yes. Hit the subscribe button, people. Yeah. Like, like and subscribe. Tell your friends. 100%. Uh, before we wrap up, just give a quick more shout out to uh, Cornerstone Insurance. Check them out at cornerstoneins.ca slash nation to get an online tenant or condo insurance quote and use discount code nation for an exclusive rate. AMA Travel, of course, they're setting up the nation vacation out to Toronto. AMA Travel is fantastic worth. We'll take care of everything for you. The Oilers Nation 15th birthday bash. If you want to go to that next Saturday, hang out with the crew, nationgear.ca. And uh, finally, uh, go to Oodle Noodle order some noodles, get some good food, and uh, pick up your free Oilers Nation sticker. Also, Betway 19+, plus. bet responsibly. That will do it for another edition of Oilers Nation After Dark. I'm Connor Halley. On behalf of Aaron, Tyler, Begged Milk, thank you guys all for tuning in tonight, and we'll talk to you on Saturday. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 